Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like, the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling. Like, you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family and that will help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Belinda, and Belinda's had quite a unique situation arise on her rural property in New South Wales. Belinda, welcome to the show. Thanks, Cade. Thanks for having me. You had something happen on your property that no one's ever spoken about on the show before, and that's you had a portal or a vortex potentially open on the out in your pop, uh, in your property in New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, it was um, really weird. Three of us saw it. We're sitting out the back on the veranda. In the afternoon, it was a clear day. Uh, we all noticed at the same time, uh, like a, a mini tornado, I imagine you would call it, but it was clear and being a drought, you'd think there'd be dust and dirt and things in it, but there was nothing. And sitting on top in the funnel was a white smoke that had like tendrils coming out of it. And it just sat there. It didn't move or disperse and travelled with the funnel tornado thing toward the south, opposite to the way the wind was coming from the east towards us. So, yeah, and we all looked at each other and said, did you see that? And we went, yeah. And I said, that's spirits. So how many people were with you when that happened? Well, there was... Well, five of us there, but three of us saw it. Three of us were actually facing out. Oh, up, wow. In, into the direction. And, yeah. and all of you thought that was a little bit of a weird situation? <sighs> really, really weird. Yeah. Never have I heard of anything like that or seen anything like that. Yeah, because when it, people might say that might have just been like a, um, uh, like a little dust devil or, or something like that, no. like a, a whirly I've, wind, whatever. A lot of people call them these funny little names, but they're like basically really small, harmless mini tornadoes. But yeah. 
they always travel with the wind because essentially it's just a it's a it's a pocket of air and that just gets moved by by the breeze or something like that. But if it's going against yeah. the wind, that's obviously something different. It is, yeah, yeah. That's what we all notice. It's going against the wind. It's going towards the south and travelled to, uh, around a, along a tree line. Travelled that way, yeah. And then the two other people that saw it went down to a fence line to try and see where it went and I'm looking at them and it's as if it just manifested again in the backyard, although I didn't see it. I went into a wheelbarrow that had all uh, long grass in it from the fence line and, and threw it up into the air three metres and scattered it all over the backyard. And that was not the type of wind that was happening. It just, it was, that was really weird. That put the icing on the cake. Yeah, that really would, because that almost seems like it has a little bit of sentience to it, really, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like, um, like, I'm so scared of the dark and the backyard (laughs) and the land here. It's like, it was like a little, yeah, I'm here. (laughs) Um, I can come in, I can come into your backyard because I think I'm safe within the light and it's just letting me know I'm not. That would be a I little think. bit unnerving. It is. I I'm, I'm, I really don't like the land. I'm scared of the land. It's always been houses for me, but here it's land. I feel safer in this weird house than I do out, out in the back, especially in the dark. Yeah, that's that's quite interesting. And the fact that this thing, and I may have misheard you, but did you say this thing had... Um, tentacles at the top of the the top of the I guess the yeah. little tornado thing. Tentacles, tendrils, like something that sort of vined off out of it. And that, could were they moving or or anything like that? I can't really tell you. I was more. I saw. I it's. I saw it. I saw the the arms, but I was more focused on the actual clearness of the. The whirly, the vortex, and and the direction it was going, and how it was moving, and the, just the smoke sitting on the top, and the fact that it didn't move. So no, I, I can't tell you whether the arms themselves were moving. I, I don't know why I'm calling them not arms, but yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's pretty weird because it's almost like maybe that was something that you weren't supposed to see. I think it was. I was actually with um two indigenous people my daughter's indigenous and my friend that was here is indigenous so whether it was tied to the ancient people of the land i don't know it it could be that same spiritual i believe in the ancestors and things like that so could have been for them don't know this wasn't the only thing that you saw on this property wasn't it because you also saw some orbs flying around shortly after this uh, the the blue light, I call it. I saw. I've been here five years. Uh, the blue light I saw probably three weeks after we moved here. Oh wow! Yeah, I was. Yeah, it was a new house. I'd get up in the middle of the night, walk around, just check it out, get a feel for it. Looking out the backyard one night, and I just saw the blue light, thought it was a police car, thought it was unusual for a police car to be in a cow paddock. And waiting for the tail lights, nothing. 
It was just a blue light that was floating past. So, yeah, I don't know what that was, but I've seen... I saw the blue light probably 30 years ago as well. That had purpose, that moved in a direction that floated through the kitchen, out the kitchen window, and accelerated away. Oh, wow. And, yeah, the... I was co- I'm closer to the water here, and I was closer to the water then, so I don't know if that's anything to do with it. But yeah, I was in the western suburbs of Sydney for a long time and never saw anything like that. So yeah. So the one that you yeah. saw in your kitchen that was in Western Sydney, was it? No, that was uh, that was in Manly, actually, in New South Wales. Okay. In a really old house. Yes. So this yeah. one that you saw on your, on your property there, what characteristics was it doing? Was it just kind of staying low to the ground or was it moving erratically? Yeah. Well, I, as I said, I thought it was the light of a police car. So I'm sort of, I would have been elevated. So yeah, it was low to the ground and not re- moving at a really fast pace. But I only glimpsed it for, I don't know, probably five seconds at the most. So yeah. Is that because you didn't want to see what was out there? No, I don't. I don't want to know. (laughs) (laughs) I walk around saying, I don't want to see you. You'll kill me. You'll give me a heart attack. So don't let me see you. So, yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Do you still avoid looking out into the paddock now? Of a night time, I do, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine of a day. I don't think I'll be lucky enough to ever see anything like that again, to tell you the truth. It's just it was being in the right place at the right time to see that one. So, yeah, as they, I think they all are. So. Do you know if any of your neighbours around that area saw anything like that before? I know. I want to ask. I w- no, I haven't spoken to anyone. I don't think it's a subject. Um, people might think you're weird if you, yeah, especially around here. So people sort of, you've got to be here for 30 years before you're a local type thing. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, so what about this one that was in your kitchen? Did that seem to have any intelligence to that one? Because, I mean, for that to come in a window, move around, and then accelerate out that window again, that's that's pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That, um, yeah, I hated going to the bathroom after that <laughs> in the night. Yeah. <laughs> so is that what happened? It was in the middle of the night and that was just randomly there? Uh, I was actually sitting in the lounge room. It was probably, I don't know, it was before midnight. Uh, the lounge room light was on, the kitchen light was off, and the, the the one in the kitchen was, I wouldn't say that was blue. The way I describe it is it was white and it was so bright that it was almost blue. If that can you know, that real bright white that's nearly a blue colour. That's yeah. how bright it was. And and it just moved across the kitchen, found the window and just... It, and it didn't come in the window, it just appeared. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, yeah. It appeared, went across the kitchen and then zoom, zoom out the window, just fast, accelerated. Wow. Yeah, about the size of a dinner plate. Oh, wow, that's quite big. Yeah, that's... That's my description. That's what I've always described it as consistently. So, yeah. so what was going through your mind when you saw a 
you know, that's a that's a pretty big ball of light in your in your kitchen that just shows up out of nowhere. I, I couldn't imagine uh, what the to think in a situation like that. Um, I don't know. It was a long time ago. As I said, it freaked me out. I hated going in the kitchen at night, getting up to go to the toilet. Um, I don't. Um, I don't know. It was the first thing that ever happened. I suppose to me because I always won. People would tell me things. And I'd be wondering whether they were lying to me. And, and I'd think, why would they lie to me? There's, there's no reason. There's no benefit for it. And then that happened. And I'm like, well, okay, now I know they're not lying because I've seen my own thing. That's pretty much what my attitude was. Oh, wow. So yeah. are, are you saying that people have had similar encounters in that same property? No, no, just different stories people have told me over my life. I, like before I'd seen it, I was, I was, it would have been 20, 21 when I saw that. So, yeah. And yeah, seeing was, something like that, does that make you a believer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to swear then. Yes, it does. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. My husband doesn't believe, which makes it difficult. It, it it would make it quite hard because I, I'm very much the same. My my wife is very much, uh, oh, I don't know if any of that stuff really does happen, but, you know, if there's a bump in the night, she goes, yep, that's a ghost. That's 100% a ghost. <laughs> mm, yeah, he's, that's him too. But he's come in and told me that he's seen a black smoke out the back. Really? And to, yeah. And today I said to him, can you tell me a little bit more about it? And it was like... It was painful for him to, the look on his face was like I was pulling teeth. I said, okay, don't worry. Oh, I can't remember. I can't, uh, well, you'd remember something like that as clear as a bell. Yeah. yeah. And you might just feel a little bit uncomfortable talking about it because that, it's kind of, you have to face that then. That becomes real once you start talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So... You were you were kind of telling me before we um we went on the air there, Belinda, that when you saw this this blue light for the second time, you said strange things started to happen with the electronics within your house. <coughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had uh, Spotify going. I had a play. I got a playlist, and I share it with my son. And all of a sudden, a song come on. That it's not on my playlist. It's actually Old Man Emu, John Williamson, started playing, and I thought that he just wanted me to stop playing my music. So I turned it off, and I asked him yesterday, was that you that put that song on? He said, no. And um, I just thought that was really weird. I don't know if that happens all the time. I, it's never happened to me before. The fetch box is going berserk. It flashes between menu and whatnot and then you know 30 seconds later there's nothing wrong with it uh the washing machine going crazy it's filling up three times instead of two and the car sensors are going off for no reason when we are leaving the driveway so i think that might be something so it's just too many there's too many red flags there really isn't there yeah yeah i try to um not jump to the conclusions. I try to think of rational reasons for things happening. And if you can't think of anything rational, it's 
what else is there? And I think that's a it's a really good way to be because it's so easy to just fall into the trap of everything's paranormal. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Craig Zemmett, the creator behind Bushcraft and Camping Adventures on YouTube, is releasing a new show called Paranormal Encrypted Adventures. Follow as Craig ventures out on solo overnight camping trips to some of the most haunted and terrifying locations in Australia. With a no-nonsense approach and a willingness to experiment when it comes to researching Yowies and the paranormal, Craig dives in deep on the Yowie and cryptozoology research. Head over to YouTube now and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month. So, Belinda, you also lived in a haunted house near Penrith. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, oh, hang on, I think I've got it in order here. All right. All right, all right. All right, let's just tell you a couple of them. All right, my husband used to do night shift, and um, I had my back to the door, the hall, everything. I was facing a wall, and he usually got up about 11, and I was doing something, and I didn't say anything to him, didn't look up. Thought it was him walking out to the lounge room. I thought, oh, he didn't say anything to me. That was a bit rude, so I went out to have a go at him. <laughs> he wasn't there. You're kidding. <laughs> No, I don't know who walked past. Oh, wow. The scariest one was the front door shaking. Like someone was shaking the crap out of the front door. That one, I went straight to my bedroom window, which I had a clear view. There was no one there, no one leaving, no one on the street. There was no one around, and they had no, unless they were like Superman, there's no way they were out of there that quick wasn't a vehicle because if it was a vehicle, the window used to shake as well. And there's no way a vehicle would make the door shake like that. So that freaked me out. That's straight out of Um, a horror movie, isn't it? Yeah, that one was. Um, The tapping on the window one night woke me up. Um, So the next day, I tapped on the outside where the screen was didn't sound like it, so I tapped on the inside. The taps were coming from the inside. Oh, so, I just got chills, Belinda. <laughs> yeah. And um, oh, what else happened there? Uh, oh, the magazines. Yeah. Uh, I do a lot of family history, and I think I've woken up an ancestor because I'm really obsessed with her. But um, I've sitting, waiting to go to work one morning. I was early and I just happened to be looking at the bookcase and these magazines just propelled off, straight off, didn't slide, just came forward like someone had 
pushed them off, pulled them off. I don't know. But they were stored properly. They weren't slouched. They were looked after because they cost me money. So, yeah, and they were Australian history magazines, which uh, there was British history and Australian history, but the Australian history ones came flying off. And the clock. We were moving, and um, I set a deadline. And um, the first one we didn't make, and the second one I said to my husband, I don't care. We're, we're selling the house. Were you trying to sell the house because of the activity that was going on in there? No, no, not at all. I um, actually got melanoma and thought if I'm going to die, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my life, so I moved somewhere beautiful. Oh, good on you. So, yeah, yeah. So um, all of a sudden, the clock jumped forward 15 minutes, and my husband didn't do anything to it. I didn't do anything to it. No one did anything to it. All right, fixed it up. Happened again, fixed it up. Third time, happened again. I said, nah, unplug it. It's dodgy. There's something wrong with that clock. So we moved. We got up here, plugged the clock in. Clock's still using the clock. Never has it jumped forward 15 minutes since we got here and plugged it in. So that was someone, I think, telling me to hurry up, like pushing me, like time's going forward. So So do you think that house was trying to kind of force you out of it? Mm, I didn't think of it that way. I thought of it as because I really, how can I, all right. We had 15 houses on the list. We we never even came to this area. We picked this area from a map to move to from the western suburbs of Sydney. And all we had 15 houses on the list and we ticked all of them off for various reasons and we had three houses left in the one area. We looked at the one we're in first and we knew this is where we're going to live. We didn't even want to look at the other two houses, but we did. But yeah, it was like we were meant to be here. And this house had been on the market for 18 months. We bought it and within a week of us uh, leaving a deposit, someone else had interest in the house. So I was meant to be here. Oh, wow. That's very serendipitous, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it was, there were signs and messages and, but yeah, it was, yeah, just, I don't know why yet. Maybe to see that weird twirly smoke thing. I don't know. But yeah, I'm meant to be here for some reason. I'm actually an hour away from that ancestor I'm um, obsessed with now, where she's buried. Oh, okay. I wonder if there's a, a bit more spiritual energy there now. Quite possible. They say if you um, speak their names, I've spoken all their names lately. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could have them all with me. Uh, yeah. And all that, that, that uh, vortex thing happened on my husband's birthday too. Oh, really? And that morning, a picture fell off the wall. That's, all, that's a lot of lady, coincidences, isn't it? And I know the lady that painted it, she's passed away. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, and there was. I used to be a carer, and um, one of my clients was dying of cancer, and she asked me what I believed happened after you die, and I said, I'm not religious, and I said, I believe that you are a spirit and whatnot. I said, if you're meant to stay, you'll stay, and if not, you'll go on. She had a granddaughter that was due her first grandchild um, 
she wanted to stay alive for, but she didn't. She didn't make it. The day she died, because we had a really good talk about it, and I said, yeah, well, if you don't make it, you'll see her. You'll be able to return in spirit form and, and see her. But anyway, the day she died, I was working. I didn't know she died that day. The, that day I come home, I said, son said to me, mum, really weird things happened in your bedroom today. I said, oh, yeah. He said, yeah, there's a lot of banging. I said, did, and he knows, I've trained him. I said, did you check the window? He said, yeah, nothing was open. The door was shut. There was no breezes. Nothing, yeah, nothing was out of place. So, yeah, I reckon she came to tell me that I was right. So, yeah. Oh, wow. And was that in that same house in Penrith? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was the same one. Was the, yeah, um, that was, was the light that you saw, was that also in that same house? No, it was different. No, and didn't see any lights there. No. I got poked in the bum twice. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a bit of a cheeky uh, spirit going on in that yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you never felt like you were, like it was a bad spirit or anything like that in that one? No. No, I don't think so. I, not, no, well... You watch a horror movie, don't you, and you see those things and you're like, get out of there, just go, move. But I didn't, I stayed there. But when when you own a house, it's not that easy to pick up and go either. Yeah, correct. So, that's, that's just the real world, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, And my husband's got a theory that when I'm into um, – go shows and I watch a lot of documentaries and I'm actually in, I watch alien things and stuff like that. He reckons I bring it on because yeah, you're inviting them in. And I believe that theory because I think my mind's open to it at that time. But I, I can also close my mind because that's what I had to do in St. Mary's. I stopped. I said, all right, that's it. No more. He's a freaking me out. I don't need, don't let me see you. Um, I I don't I don't want anything to do with this anymore. It's getting too scary. And it's uh, then the clock thing happened when we started when we moved. And but apart from that, it settled down. So yeah. So yeah, with that to, that house of St Mary's, did you you saw the I guess that one kind of shadow figure in the house there? Was that the only time you ever saw an apparition like that? No, I didn't actually see a shadow figure there. That I've never actually seen anything but the blue lights. My husband saw the black smoke here. Oh, okay. He saw so, that here sorry. in this one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, was, I was more so meaning uh, in, in that haunted house. Sorry, I thought that was in St. Mary's there. No, no. <laughs> so you didn't see any other figures in that house at all? No, no. It was all just, um, it was footsteps. It was... Uh, um, being poked in the bum, it was shaking the door, taps on the windows, the clock going forward. Oh, I'll tell you about Mount Pleasant. That was really, that was horrible. I only lasted six months in that place. That was bad. Um, I got woken up one night. I was in bed, sound asleep. My name being called softly at first. It was like, Belinda, Belinda. And then because I was ignoring it, it got louder. And then finally it went, Belinda! Oh, you're kidding. Scared, no, serious. Scared the crap out of me. I, I got up straight away. 
looked straight out the window to see who, like, thinking that's where it come from. No, no one out there. <sighs> Checked the other rooms with the other people. Everyone sound asleep. <clears throat> no, no, that was in someone, something woke me up. That was a horrible place. <clears throat> I saw, uh, it was a double story town ho- townhouse and it had um, like steps going down and then it had a, like a little uh, area and then the steps went down the other way. And then in the little area was a window and I didn't have a curt- uh, a blocking curtain, I only had a lace curtain on it so you could see the reflection of a night time when the light was on. I was walking down the stairs one night and I saw my reflection in that window in the front door but it was me at a different time. Wow. You can it wasn't my actual reflection at that time. It was different because I was in a different position. Like it was a side on view, whereas I, my reflection should have been front on when I was walking down. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, and things used to move and my ex actually found a uh, a rifle, I think you call it, a sawn off rifle in the roof. And apparently someone did get stabbed or killed there. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So there's some bad bad energy connected there. Yeah, yeah. The guy that did the stabbing or whatever actually showed up and knocked on the door one day. And once he left, like he was talking to me, the neighbours all come over. What do you want? What do you want? He's the guy that stabbed that guy. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, that was really, that was probably the worst place I lived in. I didn't like that. So, yeah. It, um, it's, it almost sounds like you, you attract these types of things, Belinda. I'm starting to think that. Because to, to go to all these different, I guess, houses or locations and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in fate and not anything, everything happens really for a reason. And, I don't think you're that unlucky or lucky to constantly be moving into these haunted houses. Mm, yeah, you'd think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. What do you do with that? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it might be worth even having a chat to maybe some paranormal investigators or something like that because um, – you know, if you if you are sensitive to these types of things, you might have some some you know you might have some medium abilities or something like that that you're just not aware of that you're you might be accidentally tapping into or, or something like that. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's possible. I, I want to tell you about my mum. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Go for it. She's, she's got Parkinson's, and I know it's a brain disease. And I know she takes medication, but she sees people in her house all the time. She says there's constantly people in her house. Really? Yeah. Uh, she never used to. I'm thinking maybe it's a shift in her brain function because she's got Parkinson's, that she's using a different area of her brain because some parts of it are failing. And I was sitting there talking to her, and she said, there's one right next to me now. I said, well, talk to him. And she won't. 
she won't talk to him. And she's seen her friend whose painting fell off the wall and she's seen her mum. So, and the rest of them she, don't, she doesn't know. So I don't know how hallucinations work, but yeah, it's, it could be hallucinations or her mind could be seeing things. She might be seen into different dimensions now. I don't know. I don't know. They don't know. The it's an interesting theory, I guess, to talk about really, isn't it? Because I I, I kind of like that idea that you, you brought up that because she has Parkinson's, her... Her, her brain could potentially be rewiring itself to, to use different parts and it's just tapping into these different types of, of um, I guess, things that she can do with it. Yeah, yeah, I believe that actually. So, yeah, until it's proven scientifically, we'll never know. And it'll be something um, that I don't think would ever get released either if, if, you know, people were able to tap into this type of psyche and then they're able to see you know, potentially spirits and, and things like that. I just, I don't know how that will go down to the general public. <laughs> no, 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 it would just be sidelined. It wouldn't be taken seriously anyway. It'd be, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, it's unknown and, yeah, you're right. They just, they wouldn't release information because they don't have faith in our reaction, I suppose, so, yeah. Well, Belinda, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Those have been some absolutely terrific and terrifying encounters. I mean, the one with the door shaking, I I would have packed up and left right away, I think. <laughs> would have went out the back Actually, door, I, that's for sure. I'll just tell you quickly another one. I've just seen what I've written. This one's really interesting. It was a dream. A um, friend of mine, we went to school. I'd known her since I was seven years old. Uh, we had sons a week apart. And we all went to school together and another friend's mum passed away between my friend having her baby and me having mine. So she knew what my friend had, but didn't know what I had. So not long after I got home from hospital, I had a dream. She called me on the phone and said, Belinda, what did you have? I said, I had a little boy. And I said, how are you calling me? You're dead. And she said to me, don't you worry about that, Belinda. Oh, wow. And I went, okay. And that was it. That was it. That's so kind of nice, isn't one it? Of those. It is nice. It is. She cared enough to come back and ask. But that, that was the second one. The first dream I had like that was um, my grandfather calling me on the telephone. And he said to me, wait for me. I'm lost. That was his message. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know what it means. If you're into reincarnation, it could be that he come back through my daughter. I don't know, but yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, that was it. That was it. Wait for me. I'm lost. He was driving a taxi, which was unusual because he never drove a car in his life. So, yeah. Wait for me. I'm lost. I'm driving a taxi. Really makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. I I don't, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just weird. It's weird. Everything, it's, I don't know. I think I'm crazy sometimes, but then I know it happened. I know I'm a sane person. So, yeah, I don't know why these things happen. And, And you know what? It's, I think a lot of people would feel in the same boat as you because I think a lot of people who are sensitive and see 
things that I guess a lot of normal people wouldn't. It would be really hard to articulate that and explain that to 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 someone who who I'm going to say just doesn't get it because it's if if you don't get it and you're not into it, you're never going to understand the the perspective or the situation at all. No, 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 you wouldn't. No. Nope, and there's plenty of them. That's right, that's right. And that's yeah. exactly why we have this platform is, you know, for, for individuals like yourself to, to come on and, and really talk freely about this because we have such a large community, especially on Facebook, that really, really go in deep in conversation about a lot of the guests on this show and it's it's really fantastic. Oh, that's good. I'll have to um, – I actually do follow you on Facebook, so yeah. Yep. No, that's cool. I'd be interested to – See if anyone's experienced, especially that whirly vortex thing and the Spotify thing. That's I'm curious about that too. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of spooky in its own right, isn't it? Yeah, it was the song a message, old man emu. I don't know. So, might find just, out. Yeah. Might find out one day. Yeah, if an emu comes running across the paddock, <laughs> I'm going to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Belinda, I want to thank you for coming on the show. It's been fantastic talking to you. No worries. It's been a pleasure. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe, and you've been listening to Believe, Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.